everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It is February 13th. It's 2020. We have two basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. As you can tell by that, um, it's going to be smaller, shorter podcast than usual. Um, it's been a long day. It was that NASCAR Media Day. Um, hope you guys followed along over there on the Roto-Grinders Instagram. It was a ton of fun. Uh, it'll be up, you know, for what is it, 24 hours in the Instagram story. So if you want to check out what I'm talking about, make sure you head on over there, check that out. Um, like I said, it was a ton of fun to do. So um, NBA slate, two games, you know, a little bit of news that we're waiting on here. So, you know, we'll have to kind of wait our last, um, our last show or last slate um, of basketball before the all-star break. To be honest, um, I'm excited for the All-Star break. I need a little break. We'll be off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday um, next week. And then Grant will be filling in for me on Thursday. I'll be back on Friday. Um, so, yeah, there's no, there's no totals for either one of these games that we have up. But um, I expect both of them to be pretty competitive. And I think they're both going to have pretty high totals. Um, so should be a nice little fun two-game slate. Wouldn't go too crazy here with the bankroll. And uh, just enjoy it, have fun one last time before we get a week off. We're going to get started here with the Clippers at the Celtics. You know, Patrick Beverly's out on the Clippers. Boston's pretty much good to go here. Um, you know, as far as just overall here, just looking at this game, and you know, overall perspective, like, Pace-wise, Boston 17th in pace, um, and the Clippers, they're a team that's, you know, been up and down all year as far as pace, but right now they're eighth fastest in the NBA, which is a nice little pace bump for Boston. Um, you know, defensive efficiency-wise, the Clippers, they're, you know, they're sixth, Boston's third, so we get two good defensive teams facing off against each other, um, and in a game that, you know, should feature a little bit faster pace for the Boston side of things. So um, let's start here with the Clippers. You know, Lou Williams, 36 minutes the other night against Philly. Should draw another start here um, against Boston with Patrick Beverly out. So he's the guy that I kind of want to start at. Um, Paul George is 7,900. It's two-game slate, so raw points matter. So I think a guy like Paul George obviously is very much in play. Kawhi... Coming off 55 fantasy points against Philly, um, this is a game that, like, you know, they could definitely use him to kind of take over a little bit um, if this game stays competitive, which I, I really do think this game stays competitive. So I don't know if I'd play Kawhi and George too much together just to kind of differentiate um, my lineups. Uh, Marcus Morris, he played 35 minutes against Philly the other night. He's only 5K. If he's going to play um, this many minutes, I do think that Marcus Morris is in play. Very Going to have very low usage here um, with this team, so I don't really like love that too much. But Harrell, you know, the minutes have kind of disappeared for Harrell. Marcus Morris is starting to get minutes. Um, so, you know, I, I think that Harrell's a guy that, I wouldn't get too much exposure to if I was going to take like a, a long, long, like long tournament shot type play. Um, I think a guy like Zubak would be a guy you could definitely take a shot on. 
in tournaments. Um, I don't really see anything else here that, you know, we need to go over. I have all the time in the world to go over two games late, but I don't really see um, much else here from the Clipper side of things. Uh, on the Boston side, like I said, they should get a nice little pace bump here. You know, I talked about Kemba a lot. Last game against Houston, really like him in pace-up games. Did not have a good game. Um, shot 16% from three-point line, shot under 30% from the field. Didn't have a great game. Um, I don't mind going back to the well here on Kemba. Again, like just overall, I like Kemba in pace-up spots um, a lot more. So, um, you know, this is a spot that, I don't mind taking a shot on him. Um, you know, Patrick Beverly, not there. Lou Williams, um, you know, going to be playing the point here. Patrick Beverly is third overall among point guards in defensive real plus minus this season. So, you know, with him out, obviously it's an upgrade um, just in general here. So I was trying to find Lou Williams. It's always hard to find Lou Williams because they don't really list them as um, a point guard. Let me see if I can find him really quick. But anyway, either way, um, we know that Lou Williams is not, um, you know, as good as Patrick Beverly when it comes to, um, defense. Like he's 109th out of 128th. So it is an upgrade for Kimba going up against Lou Williams, uh, with Beverly out. Um, I don't mind Hayward here at 6,700. He's gone for over 40 fantasy points now in five of the last seven games. Uh, 6,700. Raw points matter on two-game slates. Um, you know, missed the first game these two teams played against each other. So, I, I think this is a good spot to take a shot on Hayward um, considering the price. Uh, Tatum. Tatum has upside um, in any matchup. You know, we just got them talking about, like, how raw points matter. He's gone over 40 fantasy points in nine of the last 10 games. Um, obviously, Tatum has really strong upside in any matchup. Went for 51 fantasy points in the first meeting here um, against the Clippers. So, Jason Tatum, if you want to pay up for him, I have no issues with that. Um, Jalen Brown's expected back here. Should play in the mid-30 minutes. Uh, 6K is a little pricey. I don't love this price for Brown. I don't really love this price for Marcus um, Smart either. Um, I don't mind taking a shot on Daniel Tice. He's come back. He's played really solid minutes in the last two games um, since returning. So he's the guy that like I, I would take taking shots on here at forty six hundred on two game slate over taking shots on like Smart and Brown. So um, really like this spot for Daniel Tice. Um, and Cantor's just kind of lost his minutes, um, and with this game potentially going a little bit smaller. Um, I, I think Tice is a guy that, you know, picks up the minutes once again. All right. OKC at uh, New Orleans here. Again, a total. Um, OKC good to go. Brandon Ingram is questionable. Miller is out. Williamson. Williams is out. Um, you know, just kind of a quick overview as well because we have all the time in the world. Um, New Orleans plays at the third fastest pace in the NBA. Uh, the Thunder play at the 23rd fastest pace. So, obviously, this is a really good pace-up spot um, for OKC. OKC is 11th in defensive efficiency. The Pelicans are 23rd. 
so obviously this is just it's a really good spot i think you know the thunder are are the team that's kind of target here on, on the slates um as far as just probably overall um you know matchup base wise so you know looking at the thunder here you know chris paul 7100 sga 6500 schroeder 5800 like sign me up um there's a good chance that like I end up playing like two of those guys, um, you know, on my main team here on this two game slate. So I think this is a really good spot, um, you know, in general. And then like considering the price points, you know, considering the matchup, considering the pace of this game, um, just overall everything here. Like I think this is a really good spot for Paul SGA and Schroeder. Um, Probably, like I said, I probably end up playing two of these guys. I think Chris Paul has the highest ceiling out of this group. Um, SGA obviously has a nice ceiling as well. He, You know, he's a guy that can go for 45-plus fantasy points. He's cheaper than Chris Paul. Uh, Schroeder, team bench, um, you know, I think that, you know, I always kind of like Schroeder just because. So maybe I limit, like, Paul and SGA to one and play, like, Schroeder with them. So get that team bench movement there. Uh, Steven Adams, 30 minutes in, you know, back-to-back games now. The minutes have kind of ramped up after being hurt. Um, this is a good spot for him, 5,300. I definitely like this spot for him. You know, especially I think center is kind of limited on the slate. Um, so I, I do think Steven Adams is in play. Gallinari's cheap. I think he's one of the safer plays on this slate. Um, 5,500, I think that's, you know, assuming that he doesn't get hurt or anything, he's he's definitely somebody that we're looking at for just overall value on the slate. Um, on the Pelican side of things, obviously we're going to be waiting here on the Brandon Ingram news. Um, he's dealing with a sprained ankle. He was able to shoot a little bit um, on Wednesday. Um, maybe he plays here. I just with the break coming up, I have a hard time seeing them push him um, if he's not like a hundred percent. So this is, I think, an excellent opportunity for them to leave him on the bench and um, just take this one into the All Star break. You know, if if Ingram were to sit, I love Zion. I talked about him a lot on the last show. Thirty five point six percent usage rate, one point seven fantasy points per minute with Ingram off the floor. Drew Holiday, 26.8% usage, 1.22 fantasy points per minute with Ingram off the floor. And Lonzo, uh, 1.12 fantasy points per minute with Ingram off the floor. So all these guys really seeing a nice increase um, in fantasy points per minute with Ingram off the floor, which makes a ton of sense. So if Ingram sits, I like Zion, I like Drew, um, I like Lonzo. You know, if you're going more balanced build, this is, you know, obviously these guys are all in that price range of more of a balanced build. You know, really the only guy that you're paying up for on the slate is Kawhi. Um, Yeah, outside of that on New Orleans, like, you know, if Ingram sits, I think Josh Hart would play mid-20-plus minutes uh, at 5,600. You know, he's gone over 30 fantasy points for the last five games. So don't mind him. You know, Derek Favors – his minutes are kind of limited right now. Um, maybe they use him a little bit more uh, against Adams in this game, but I, I really just don't love favors. Um, you know, JJ Redick is worth a shot maybe in tournaments um, if Ingram sits uh, at 4,400, but I wouldn't go too crazy on him. 
I do think he might be like a lower owned option just because it's two games slate and you don't have to worry about it too much here. So, um, that's it. Two games done. All star break. Let's enjoy it. Um, let's play the morning grind game one last time for one last time before the all star break. Um, let's play the morning grind game. I'm pulling up my link, so I am delaying. Um, Favorite play under 5K to 7X. Favorite play under 5K to 7X. Let's see. Who's down here? There's somebody. Oh, Tice. I like Tice. I'll go with him. Oh, let's see. Over 8K to go under 5K. There's only a couple of guys up here. So let's go over 7K to go under 5X, which I still don't love any of these guys to go under. Um, I think a lot of these guys get there. Just give me Kawhi. Um, <laughs> he's the most expensive guy on the slate. So he has to score the most fantasy points, obviously, to get there. Um, my favorite 6X play on this slate, I'll go with Gallinari. Um, Again, I like that team a lot in this spot. And Gallinari at 5,500, I think there's a good chance that he could 6X that price point. Um, my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Two-game slate, not a ton going on. Um, let's get weird with J.J. Redick. Um, again, if Ingram plays, I don't like Redick as much. So, uh, Game selection question. Again, I got asked this today multiple times and if you haven't already i highly recommend going over to rotor grinders clicking on nba letting it scroll like letting the pop-up you know kind of pop down here going to all tools so nba all tools right there in featured browser extensions go download browser extensions for chrome or uh, i think it's firefox um Go download these so you can see what I talk about every day on this show. Um, you know, if you pull up the $40 single entry tournament, that's the tournament I was going to talk about today. I've been talking a lot of low stakes tournaments, but really like the payout structure of this tournament today. Uh, paying 25.4% of the field, which is over 25%, which is fantastic. Um, first place is 12%, top 10 is 35%. I like to usually see the number under 30, but with only 728 people, Paying out 25%. I think this is a really strong tournament. So if you download that in extension and you click on the contest, you can see, you know, the type of payout structure that it has. And I think that is very important for anyone that's playing DFS. You know, whether you play $5 a day, whether you play five grand a day, whether you play five fifty thousand or whatever. Um, I think it's a very important tool um, that not a lot of people not enough people utilize. Um, so I would highly, highly recommend checking that out. I was looking, we don't have any locks. Um, you know, obviously with no totals, so can't really do that. Um, I did not end up putting in a lock bet. Um, you know, I talked about yesterday, like not really loving anything and didn't want to like ruin my streak. Um, I did say if I was going to do anything, I would probably take the over on the Cleveland game. It was like 233. 
Um, and I think that's I think that's what it ended. It ended up at two thirty two. So I don't know if it, the line moved at all or, or not, but that would have been the game that I ended up um, you know, firing at last or yesterday. So um, what did it end at? Let's see. Maybe my computer is so slow today. So it ended at two thirty four. So it would have went under by two points. So glad I didn't fire at it. Um, I definitely would have fired at it. So. Uh, yeah, so maybe I'll tweet one out. Um, I might just keep the streak alive going into the All-Star break. Um, I just don't see a lot that, like, I'm liking here. You know, so don't want to go too crazy. So, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast, Thursday, uh, February 13th. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking NASCAR tomorrow. Got some drivers coming on the podcast. Um, recorded some of them today. Got to cut up the audio. and. Make it a podcast for you guys to listen to. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, it's always fun to talk to drivers about sports and NASCAR and all that good stuff. So um, that's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. And then we're heading off for the All-Star break. So good luck in your contest. And we'll see you then.